Hello, this is Pallavi welcoming you to a new series of EVA India Insights podcast on data protection and privacy. In today's episode, we explore the data privacy regime in healthcare. Joining us is an esteemed guest, Lalit Kalra, our cyber security consulting partner and data privacy leader at EY. With over 17 years in the field, Lalit has been instrumental in assisting numerous clients in strengthening their data privacy and cyber security frameworks, specifically within the healthcare and technology sector. Welcome to our podcast, Lalit. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast, Pallavi. It's a pleasure to be here. Let us start with a very basic question. What are the advantages and risks associated with the digitization of health data? Okay, thank you, uh, Pallavi. So it's like the question essentially answers or asking the points when what are the advantages and disadvantages of using a mobile phone? So like there are pros and cons for every technology that we embrace. Similarly, is the case with the healthcare or the digitization in the healthcare. If you look at it from a patient perspective or a doctor perspective and the kind of uh, advancements that we've seen in technology in the healthcare, we are at the we are uh, aware of the hospitals where robotic surgeries are happening, where uh, there is a strong emphasis on telemedicine. People are talking about digital personal healthcare. So that's where the technology is. Uh, taking the healthcare industry to a new level. But at the same time, with this digitization, there is a lot of personal data uh, that gets collected. And if you look at it from one perspective, it gives the control in the hands of the patient. It gives them the assurance that their reports, that the information that they share with the healthcare provider or the doctors is available whenever they need you no, no longer have to carry all the reports or maintain all the uh, records that you have in terms of uh, the prescriptions that are shared with the patient. So those are not meant, meant to be managed in hard copy any longer. Everything is available in the uh, hospital management system or the HMS, what is what they call but at the same time, because there is huge personal data, it is the first point for the attackers and the hackers from a cybersecurity perspective. The Traditionally, the healthcare sector has not been in the forefront of putting controls which would safeguard their systems from the external cybersecurity attacks or for that matter, internal uh, attacks. But in the last few years with some attacks on the healthcare, the health, the industry per se is gaining traction in implementing cyber controls and implementing tools which will prevent the attackers from stealing data. So the from an advantage uh, perspective, it gives it improves the efficiencies at a hospital, it reduces cost at the same time it gives personal healthcare to a patient. As the data gets collected, the risk essentially is the misuse of data, how hospitals and the doctors are using that data for. We've had numerous cases where in the healthcare data 
was misused and people were getting random calls for blood donations people are typically uh, cared about digital harm so essentially we till now seen digital harm but with the health data coming into picture it essentially goes to the physical harm scenario which comes into picture so that's one area that people are scared about then preventing it from external hackers and also ensuring that the internal users or the people who are not too much aware of about security but have access to data how are they handling that information is what the people the hospital industry is concerned about and those are essentially the risks that they should be worried about now that we established the advantages and risks could you also explain us the key clauses of india digital information security in healthcare act or popularly known as disha and also request you to provide the steps that healthcare providers must take to comply with it uh, disha per se uh, essentially it's not a, a law yet it was initially proposed in 2017 and there were some changes which were suggested and around 2020 a revised version of disha uh, came in so essentially the focus of disha is to ensure that the data which gets collected is has consent of the data owner and holds the data controller or in this case which would be hospitals or doctors accountable for what happens with the data it is in line with the hipaa of the us which mandates organizations to implement certain controls to safeguard the data of healthcare that is getting captured and processed so it essentially talks about consent it talks about identifying risks in the systems which help you process personal data in healthcare it also talks about notifications that need to be sent in case of a breach it takes about doing risk assessment to ensure that the data is always uh, protected and it also uh, talks about periodic management reporting that is to be done by the uh, controlled data controller or the uh, entity in this scenario to ensure that they are ahead with respect to the data that they are collecting now uh, from a perspective of the steps that uh, organization should be taking to ensure that they are compliant with the disha see the healthcare industry per se has a lot of legacy systems and alongside legacy system they have medical equipments which collect personal data and integrate with some of the latest uh, technologies to ensure that the data is aggregated in one place and then processed from a healthcare perspective the legacy systems or would need to be upgraded to ensure that there is a provision of consent for processing the data the personal data that's get collected what is the purpose for how long are you going to retain that data who all will have access to that data what are the third parties that will have access to that information what kind of processing will happen on that information all those things the organizations need to identify and ensure that there are appropriate controls implemented to safeguard the personal data healthcare officer or the privacy personnel in the organization have a view of what is happening in the data is next is to create a framework on how would they manage healthcare data within the organization and then roll out that framework across the 
organization or the across the hospital to ensure that every individual understands the type of data that is being processed and implement controls like technological people level control or process level changes which are required to safeguard the personal data so that in a sense is what the organizations and the healthcare providers need to take thank you for those inputs lalit adding to our previous question considering the current draft stage of the data privacy bill do you anticipate it will introduce additional safeguards for patient healthcare data uh that's a great question uh, pallavi the personal data protection bill that the government is coming up with will be an overarching law above the existing regulations which are there in an industry it aims to provide a overarching framework with which the other laws will typically align with in the current shape and form that we have the privacy bill it gives freedom to the organizations and the regulators to inculcate and embed the specific clause into the privacy framework now in hindsight the controls that the existing privacy the draft privacy bill talks about would in some ways be similar to what disha recommends but it will add additional controls in terms of data principle rights in terms of where the data can be stored in terms of doing periodic audits in terms of doing additional technical controls that need to be implemented so yes in a way it will add additional safeguards and it will give more comfort to the people and the data principles that the healthcare provider which is processing their data is compliant with a standard or a nationalized data privacy law as India focuses on the digital public goods in healthcare which rely heavily on digitized data what measures or safeguards should be implemented to protect this data so this is similar to what i've covered in the previous uh, uh, questions pallavi but uh, so let's uh, try and put it on a different uh, hat for this the healthcare industry is moving towards digital care for patients it is moving towards digital um, telemedicine that is currently being used so we are seeing a lot of video consultations uh, happening at the same time there are equipments which are being created which will help the healthcare providers to personalize the healthcare plan and have them remotely monitored so all the digital smart watches that we uh, wear they are collecting lot of data and in the western part of the world hospitals have actually started relying on the information that gets collected from a smart device and how can they utilize that for their uh, regular monitoring so for example a pacemaker which is uh, set up in a patient it can actually send real time data to a doctor who can actually monitor the dosage which needs to be given to the a uh, patient based on the reading that the pacemakers give so with that in uh, mind the healthcare provider or the industry have a long way to go before they can actually start to be in a state wherein in a comfortable uh, position and zone it starts with the perimeter from a 
organization perspective how do you safeguard the data that is being stored in the equipments and the servers of the organization there you can you'll have to put controls at different layers you'll have the perimeter layer you'll have the application layer and the others layer where you have to put technological controls but in my view the concern that uh, the next level of concern that would start coming in is the medical equipment so right now a lot of those are uh, legacy there are very few controls which can be implemented on those but those are connected to a ip those are connected to some of the systems by way of integrations and data sharing that happens in those so those are the weak weak spots in the entire life cycle which need to be protected and for which the organizations need to identify controls and implement those on those weak spots and the medical equipment specifically uh, moving on to the next question concerns have been raised about the adequacy of data security measures in india despite existing laws what are your thoughts on this matter but we've seen uh, india is essentially on the global lineup is one of the top 5 countries in terms of cyber attacks that are happening the digitization which is happening in india is at a faster rate compared to the techni- technological controls that are impl- being implemented within the uh, healthcare ecosystem and from a laws perspective the laws further need to be strengthened to ensure that the culprits or organizations which are not following the relevant practices are penalized and the relevant controls are implemented within them so from a laws perspective there is still a long way for the organizations to cover and the in terms of the private uh, industry for healthcare the organizations are still working on towards the controls but in terms of the government uh, space they have a long way to go in terms of how the personal data is handled how who all have access to that information what are the technological controls that are implemented across the uh, organizations and one last question to you is what are your insights on the potential benefits and risks associated with the use of generative ai in healthcare data so it's one of my favorite uh, topics nowadays uh, pallavi every or i would say is the buzzword uh, in today's world the gen ai or the generative ai so from a usage uh, perspective we've seen scenarios we've seen google come up with studies wherein the ai is able to based on the data it is collecting it is able to de- tell you whether you would be susceptible to a heart attack or susceptible to to some forms of cancer and this is based on the data that it collects so the from a usage perspective there are limitless use cases that are applicable from a gen ai perspective how many of those would actually be put to uh, use is something that we all will have to wait and watch i am actually a big fan of the uh, benefits that the ai can uh, bring on in terms of how the data handles what are the models and the use cases that you can create the entire telemedicine industry would actually change if ai use cases are actually put to a better use the digital care that happens with ai coming into picture those will go to a next level i mean the you'll have today you have a lot of people who are going into depression or there are mental uh, stress which people are facing generative ai can play a critical role in identifying those 
and uh, ensuring that those people get the actual right support as and when it is uh, needed in terms of risks yes it is a technology uh, which comes with its uh, pros and cons from it will have to be protected so right now in the world there are people are talking about regulated and uh, ethical ai and there are specifically no regulations which are right now created and enforced on the usage of ai across healthcare or across the industry at large but so we'll have to wait and see on how the ai usage and how the ai development is regulated it certainly poses uh, poses a lot of risks in terms of the data handling in terms of the access in terms of the model where does it stop in terms of decision making because the one of the critical use cases in healthcare for gen ai is the decision making how much would you rely on ai for an automated decision making depending on what line of prescription need to be defined what line of prescription needs to be given to a patient so all those would take some time before those are actually put to use but yes certainly there is a need for uh, controls and ethical ai and regulated ai before it is actually put to the practical use thank you lalit for all those insights and thank you for spending your time with us today and sharing all those insights on data privacy regime in healthcare sector thank you pallavi it's a pleasure on that note we come to end of this episode if you would like us to explore other such topics on data privacy please do leave us some suggestions that you would like us to deep dive into thanks for listening in goodbye for now